today is the day in the church calendar when we commemorate the towering genius of J.S. Bach. I want to talk in this episode not about his music, but about a couple of lessons we can learn from his life. Hello friends, Pastor Tim Westermeyer here. Thanks for spending a little time with me today. This episode is airing on July 28th. It turns out that July 28th is the date in which the Lutheran Church, as well as some other Christian traditions, commemorate the towering genius named J.S. Bach, who died on July 28th in 1750. And so today I want to reflect a little bit on this incredible Lutheran gentleman who is viewed, he was actually voted in 2019 as the greatest composer of all time by 174 of the world's current leading composers. Uh, that was uh, in a poll, I think, by BBC Music. So he is a big, big deal, and he's a big deal in the Lutheran tradition. And um, of course, we could talk about all kinds of things related to his music. Um, I'm going to direct you, rather than focusing on that, I'm gonna, if you are interested in his music and uh, that type of direction. I'm going to direct you to a couple of other videos. One is a short 15-minute video by someone who actually usually talks about rock music, but thinks Bach was this, again, towering genius and does 15 minutes about him. The other is by uh, an English uh, conductor. It's an hour and a half video. Both of these can be found on YouTube, and it goes into further depth. I want to talk today about two things, it will not surprise you given the sort of tone of this um, podcast, that are a little more theological in nature related to Bach's biography. Um, so the first one I want to lift up um, is that it may surprise, you know, we, with the benefit of, let's see, he died in 1750, so that's a few hundred years ago. And I think with all historical figures, they become sort of caricatures, right? Uh, cardboard cutouts. And we forget that they were actual real human beings. This is also the case, by the way, when we study the Bible, which is why it's so important to re uh, understand the context of the Bible so that those characters can come to life. And again, this is a very brief episode. We're not going to be able to go into all the details of his life, but I want to lift up today. The first point is that Bach had all kinds of profound difficulties and challenges in his life. Um, and I have to say, for me at least, I find that heartening. He accomplished so much despite those difficulties. What were they? Well, he was orphaned by the time he was 10 years old. His first wife died unexpectedly. He did remarry. Between his two wives, I think he had 20 children. More than half of those children died um, at, at childbirth or shortly after. So he's, he buried children, which is one of the most tragic, difficult things you can do um, as a human being and certainly as a parent. And this is a little more sort of just logistical, but again, he's this genius who wrote so many amazing pieces of music. At one point in his life, he was living in an 800-square-foot apartment um, with more than a dozen people in the apartment. And I don't know about you, I can't imagine getting anything done, and there was a single unheated bathroom in that apartment. So again, you look at the life of this man and you realize, wow, um, 
it wasn't all easy. It wasn't uh, simple. It was complicated and filled with, again, tragedy and difficulty and pain and grief. And yet, through all of that, and I would argue because of his deep faith, he was able to accomplish amazing things. So that's the first thing. Like every human being that's ever lived, J.S. Bach suffered. He had challenges. He had difficulties. The second thing is you may look back and say, well, he was a genius. And everyone knew he was a genius. So he was kind of special and everyone recognized that he was special. That must have made life really easy for him. So the interesting thing is, uh, during his day, he was recognized as a prodigy, as a performer, really, more than a composer. Most of his compositions were not even published. This is ridiculous to even stay. But they were not even published during his lifetime. Um, so he was really not recognized as the towering genius of a composer that he is until about a century after his death. And I could use a lot of examples to make this point, but I'll lift up just one about one of his masterworks is the St. Matthew Passion, which one person says is perhaps the greatest uh, oratorio and one of the most ambitious and powerful works of music ever written, okay? One of the most ambitious and powerful works of music ever written. When the people who uh, commissioned him to write it heard it for the first time, do you know what they did? they docked his pay because they were so disappointed by it and they said, this is not what we asked for, it's no good, it's not up to your standards and we're not paying you what we promised. And yet history has judged it to be signally and critically and movingly important. And again, I look at that and I think, okay, and I, I, I'm imagining this resonates with anyone who's ever lived. If you think, gosh, does anyone appreciate me? Does anyone recognize the way I'm trying to do a good job here? Uh, am I getting a pat on the back from my boss or from my friends or from my spouse? And the answer to that is, Maybe not. And I guess one of the things, this may seem like a strange thing to bring up in the context of this um, compositional genius, but I look at Bach and I think, you know, one of the messages from his life is stick with it. You know, stay true. Do the work you're doing. And I want to suggest that one day the God who loves you will also say to you, well done, good and faithful servant. So on this day, again, a couple of reflections about this wonderful composer named J.S. Bach. As always, I'd love to hear your comments. And in the meantime, be well, stay in touch, and God bless. Mm -hmm.